Looking for love in all the wrong places Looking for us in all the wrong faces Okay. Lots of new music the last two weeks. Okay, okay, next. Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome to Real Talk Sis Podcast. I'm your hostess, Chanel. And I'm Jojo. And uh, we're very happy to have you guys here um, for episode eight, right? right. Yep. Can episode you believe eight. it? Episode eight. Mm-hmm. It's been mm-hmm. a journey, mm-hmm. y'all. Has been. I can't lie. Sometimes some of the topics we talk about, I find myself reflecting on, like... Like randomly throughout your day? Yeah. Yeah. Or I think about mm. things and I'm like, I kind of wanted to go deeper there. Or I'm like, maybe we went too deep there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some... Oops. I mean, sometimes you get distracted when we're potting. Yeah. And, like, you know, you know how shit goes. You, you get in a little rant, and then you totally forget how deep, like, how deep the conversation truly is and, like, how much more we could have expanded. Exactly. And, you know, it actually, like, going back, sometimes I think about it a lot in... Well, because I do shit all at work, okay? I'm at home. I'm in my bedroom on my laptop. I legit sometimes just randomly stare at the screen and I'm like, wow. (laughs) This, this, and this is actually so fucking true. Or I'll be like, wow, I'm doing what I said, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) And it's like very interesting because I hope it's affecting you guys the same way. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully. Hopefully. There's some self-reflecting on some of the deeper topics, obviously. But yeah, yo, you know. Um, so the new music that has come out has uh, been fucking amazing. Yes. And it's only getting better. Oh my god, yes it is. Today is Cinco de Mayo, mm-hmm. just so you guys know, so we, you know where we are in the music realm. Um we're upset that we're not having tacos and margaritas. Me and my friends are very upset about that. But anyway, um, new music. We had Drake's uh, mixtape, you can call it, of throwaways and leaked tracks. Throwaways? And, yeah, basically it was. Because uh-huh. it's songs he's not, he wasn't going to use for albums. Or it's like songs that got leaked or, you know, shit like that. And then we have another song from Kaylani from her album yeah. that will be coming out on the 8th. Fuck and Makeup. Fuck and Makeup. Her album comes out on the 8th. Um, I'm so excited. Let's talk about Drake first. Okay. Okay. So uh, we're assuming you all have listened to it. What's your favorite songs? Top three. Ooh, that one's tough. So I love the one with uh, Future. I love Desires. That one came out a while ago, though. I know, so but I was, a lot like, kind of, of these, a lot of these, I've like I've already known. I like Desires. That's your your number one. No, I okay. I can't pick. I can. Demons, losses. Demons love, with Fabio, Fivo. I love Time Flies. I actually love the Chicago freestyle because I love uh, what's his name's voice. Gavon. Gavon. And I um, I love that he sampled Eminem. Yeah. And you know how many people I had to be like. 
This is an Eminem sample. Like they didn't. People un- didn't know. Didn't know. I accidentally was singing Eminem's part. Me too. In the song, <laughs> and I was like, "Wait, Drake oh, doesn't like, say shit, that." Shit, shit. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't say bitches. He exactly. says women. Yeah, because he's uh, a respectful he's more man. Respectful. But um, <laughs> but even that Chicago freestyle, like I I heard it a very long time. ago. I haven't heard it. So I know it was leaked, but I haven't heard it. So I heard it. It was very, like a new song like, to me. Very long time ago. That's why I was like shocked. But I guess no. This is all what of this, this is leaked music, yeah. right? Leaked but, old um, tracks that he didn't get around. But to I had to, to tell like a few people that that That's was a sample of fucked. Eminem's best and most one of his best and most underrated songs. Okay, I don't really remember the whole song, so I can't really talk about Eminem. But my favorite, I couldn't pick three. I have like five, mm-hmm. which is half album <laughs> or mixtape so my f- favorite is obviously losses there's just so much raw emotion in that song mm-hmm. and i think that we kind of forgot that drake can get like that with i his, love that about him i love that he can go from fucking demons and pain 1993 i don't like that song i like it to losses to chicago freestyle to not you too yeah not you too is like all the okay Top three in my feels songs from this mixtape: Losses, Chicago Freestyle, and Not You Too. I really like Losses. I really loved it. It was just really like it's kind of sad because you're hearing the guy's point of view of being used, basically. Yep. And how he's the person that's outgrowing that partner in the relationship, and obviously he's the sole provider because he's fucking rich. Yeah. And it's just, it's a lot to take in. Like, I had to listen to it a couple times to catch bars. It's so good. It actually um, really is. I had to look up the lyrics a few times. For and the other two, like, my more chill, like, like have a good time songs, I love Time Flies. And I actually fucking love When, when to Say When. Bro, he talks his motherfucking shit as he should because you know he's what? a big mon and he's got... Big tracks, big money, that is big the dick, only, energy. Okay, that is the only thing I liked about that song was, like, some of his lines were savage as fuck. Bro, I actually tweeted a lyric today. But that song, I feel like because it already came out, I'm kind of over it. I haven't heard that one either. I love war. I don't know why. I was so I excited. You've heard it for so long. Yeah. I was so excited because it was only on YouTube. I know, to finally I have so your fucking Apple Music Pro or Spotify. I was so excited to finally it have it. It was so annoying. Same with Desires. Yeah. It was annoying not having it on my phone. Yeah, I'm really happy that... Yeah, War is another one of my... Um, actually, I really love Demons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's kind of like... It gets me fucking hype. Like, it gets me hype. Yeah. Especially when Honestly? Fabio goes in. I like Fabio. My least favorite song is D4L. That shit is trash. I don't like D4L in that Pain 1993 one. Throw that shit in the garbage. I like Pain 1993, no matter what anybody says. People didn't like, like it because... It. I don't think he ruined it. I think people were expecting more from Playboy Cardi because he usually, I don't know, I guess comes with the fire shit. But honestly, I don't, I'm not into Playboy Cardi that much, so I didn't really care for his verse. But overall, the song, I like it. Like, it's a vibe. Like I guess. I maybe I'm like... I don't care that much. <laughs> I'm just not a big fan of that song. But no, Drake is smart. He Drake releases is, music and he releases things at a very mind. calculated time. I'm telling time. you. Did you watch his two-hour interview? 
Yeah, with what's his, those two guys? Yeah. Yeah, bitch. Um, I watched it as soon as it came out on YouTube. I know. I'm, I got premium for it. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's like, Do you know you're he's very about? calculated in ha- when he releases things. Like, he's, he's releasing this, what is it, May? He has... This is just the throwaways. This isn't exactly. even the album. And he has an album coming out in, like, four months. Do you know less? how much music this guy probably has just in files? Mm-hmm. Just waiting to be released or not even gonna be released because he doesn't think that he doesn't deem them good enough Mm -hmm. but shit will take anything fuck clearly if he doesn't highly value these songs or whatever yeah deep pockets is another song where he talks his shit i like that that's like the i love when he gets in that big so to say yeah to the album i like that that there was like a nice mixture of like his singy Mm -hmm. like rap and he's like, I'm a boss ass fucking. I was gonna say boss ass bitch. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a boss man. Like, you can't fuck with me or my yeah. people's. Like, I like that there was like a good ratio. So I really enjoyed, I thoroughly enjoyed the. It's so mixtape. funny because I go through phases where I'm like, I'm over Drake. Yeah, bitch. Like and then this he last summer, she's like, up. I fucking hate Drake. I never said I hate. I never used the word hate because Ugh. I do like him. I was like, bitch, shut up. You like him. He then he does something. And you're like, I respect I'm you. I'm like, oh my god, I love you so much. But like, <laughs> some of his shit before Scorpion, I was not a fan of. More, more life. Scorpion, you didn't like more life. That's why. No, I thoroughly enjoyed more life. I no, see, it was like it was an in the moment it for that year. It wasn't just more life. It was like you didn't. That was the album you hated. You didn't like Blem. I you didn't hated like, more life. Yes, hated it. I wasn't a ginormous fan, like wasn't a huge fan, nobody at me on this, of no, of nothing was the same. Come now, come now. And I wasn't a huge fan of views. How could you not and like And those views? I think were the, the latest ones. No, if you're reading this, I liked if you're reading this, but like, yeah. Views, I don't know. Nothing was the same. There's a, like a handful of songs I liked on it. More Life, I couldn't stand. But honestly, there's nothing. And he has a flavor for everyone. Yes. There is. This guy can't do any wrong. Like I understand when people are like, Drake can do anything. Nothing was the same. And he literally has almost all of his like songs I would consider a classic. I don't think so. Um, Tuscan Leather, worst, well... Worst, I liked worst, worst behavior. behavior. I did like that. From thing. time. Mm. Come through. Mm. Come now. Come now. Wasn't a huge entire fan of that one, but Scorpion My, loved from beginning like, to end. Like if you're reading this, it's too late. Um, I had like, I liked like maybe forty percent of the album, rather than like I usually like eighty percent of almost all of Drake's albums, but that one I actually like. Liked around, like, yeah, like, 40, 50%. I didn't love all of the songs. What a Time to Be Alive by Views was fucking sick. He has a lot of fucking classics on this album, too. How could you not like this album? Controla, One Dance, Child's Play, actually, Too Good, Pop Controla Style. One Dance, I can't Fire think. and Desire. Mm-mm. Views. Mm-mm. Feel No Ways. Mm-mm. You're lost. You're lost. We can't talk Drake with you. Anyway... No, I love him, but I think yeah. Scorpion. I love Scorpion from beginning Obviously. to end. I love it except for that birthday song. But I love Why? it. I don't know. I just find it ratchet. Happy birthday. Yeah, I it just find nice. it stupid. I don't know. You, did you listen to it? Yes, I did. 
I was listening to Scorpion on replay when it came out. Okay. Um, anyway, no. But I love this mixtape. I can't wait for his album this summer. See, that's the thing. I think people are going to start expecting that his album is going to sound like this. And I don't think it's going to sound like it at all. I think this album is going to have more R&B singing and shit like that. Because his last album, Scorpion, half of it was, you know, him and on his rap shit. I think it's going to be... No. It was he half and half, half. Exactly. But it was... I think he's going to keep that mixture because... He's he gets his everyone. He gets everyone. He gets, but I feel the, like he gets, Scorpion gets forgot. Like songs, he gets on the Scorpion people who get want forgotten. the rap, and then he gets the people who want the R and B heartbreak Drake. Okay, but I the think don't Drake and drive. Introduce, introduce, introduce. Um, I think now you made me lose my thought of. That's okay. My train of thought. We don't need your thought. Fuck as you, I bitch. Was, <laughs> as I fuck. I still no think, pause. You're gonna wait until I remember now. Okay. Like not, I was saying. <laughs> I was like, Scorpion. We're not sitting here in silence. <laughs> no, no. What I was trying to say is Scorpion was... That's the thing I don't like about large albums. Because songs get forgotten. Good songs get forgotten. I already can't remember like half the songs on Scorpion. Like, I swear to God. Whatever. You're so full of shit. I love it. Don't Scorpion get me wrong. Is so good. I did. I remember in the time when it came out, I was obsessed with it too. But especially because a lot of it's about his gonna... son. Like I love it. Yeah. I love Scorpion, and it came out at the perfect time with him and this Kanye and whoever Pusha. Don't even know who that guy is anymore. Pusha T. I know he disappeared, but like that whole beef. Like it came out at the perfect time, and Drake is it was just not so. The... He's just so classy with when he, like... Yes. He's a classy man, yeah. When he, like, fights back. Like... Except when it was with me. That shit was messy. But that was also fire. It was fire. And it was messy. Fire. But when he... He's just so classy with the comebacks that he put out a whole fucking album for it. Like, do you know what I mean? This guy changed up songs last minute to make sure that they were in on it. Yep. Because of what happened. To get his point across, exactly. You know, yeah. You can never... No one can ever say Drake's not a smart businessman. Or a smart man in general. I think he's actually so fucking, like, intelligent that there's a lot of people who kind of, it goes over their head. They think he's some sort of, like, love him on. Like, they don't take him serious. <laughs> I just don't like the whole, like, switch up from, like, UK slang to Toronto slang to this it's slang. It's the same slang, Yes, bitch. but he's, he's, just, he's just funny. It's funny. I like that he's, you know, dabbling a little bit. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. it becomes boring. Mm-hmm. After when you listen to somebody who has the same flow all the same time, they don't try anything new. They don't try any new beats. Meek Mill, like, great rapper and all that. But you can only listen to him for so long because his flow is the exact same in almost every single song. And, like, for a girl who likes rap and listens to rap, it's annoying. Because you're, like, listening. Yeah, you're fucking yelling in my ear all fucking day. Like, the whole album, you're yelling in my ear. (laughs) Like, you don't even change it a bit. Whereas Drake, I love that he can go into his Afrobeat, reggae beat, fucking Spanish, yeah. UK like I said, drill. Anything he touches, he kills. He when he goes into his grime, like that's that I like that because I love UK grime and I love drill. And War is a UK grime. I know. Influenced I like song. War. I okay. know. Anyway, yeah. So I'm I'm excited for his album. I can't fucking. So am I. Because because hopefully. We'll be free, you know. By then, for the, and we yeah. can enjoy. The, I guess there's no the OVO album. fest this year. Don't fucking say that. 
Well, today Doug Forrest said there's no CNE. <gasps> so there's probably no OVO. Summer is gonna fucking suck. No, I'm actually gonna cry. Like, I'm actually gonna cry. <laughs> Joel. Yep. There's no CNE. Bro. No. <laughs> Do you know how many concerts I wanted to go to this summer? Well, I guess you ain't. Imagine we, we got free tickets again to go to OVO. I feel like it would have been a fucking crazy lineup. Crazy, yes, for sure. But I think last year's was really good. I think <laughs> Chris Brown all was here, that's all. Yeah, Drake, like, the actual night was the best, obviously. But the night before, like... It was still really good. It was good, but half of them are all old and fat, and they suck. No, that's not true. Mario's not old and fat. No. Lloyd is not old and fat. Okay, Pretty Ricky was fine. Two out of how many? Mm. Bobby Valentino... Come now. No. What's up with this new word you have? It's like, come now. Like, come on. It's not new. I've been this saying is, no, it. No, no, you haven't been. Yes, I, I have. know my sister. No, I've literally been saying All it. All right. What are we saying? You know, it might be Love Island. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it might be because after watching Too Hot to Handle, I always want to be like, in it. In it. It's fucking crazy, isn't it? Yeah, I always want to say that. <laughs> it might be. A, it Who might knows? Be. When Anyways. you binge watch too many UK shows, you're gonna come off. You're gonna. Your thoughts are in British <laughs> slang. <laughs> Mine are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, Kaylani. Oh my god. Do you know the anticipation for this album is gonna be fucking crazy? It's insane. But can we address something before we talk about her music? How everybody wants to start fucking ganging on her because... For what? You didn't hear? Keisha Cole supposedly has beef with Kehlani. For what? Because... It was on Shade Room. Like, I can't... I don't remember the whole fucking what? story. But Kehlani... No, sorry. Keisha Cole went on a fucking interview online. and uh, Like, an online interview. Um, talking how, oh, me and Kehlani aren't cool anymore. Like, we don't really talk. Blah, 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 blah. I don't, I don't fuck with her, basically, is what she said. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, it was all over Shade Room. She commented on the Shade Room post saying, like... Keisha Cole? No. Kehlani. Mm. She said, this is really sad. Like, you've always been my inspiration. Like, you're... you're um, what's the word? Idol? Like, you're an idol to me. Blah, blah, blah. Role model? Role model, yeah. Role model to me. Like, the issue that we had was because we did a video together and you didn't like the way you looked. And something, something, something. And she's like, this is really sad. I'm sorry. It's all love for me. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, and then some other bitch, some other rapper, girl rapper, her name was, like, Kamiya or something. Yeah, Kamiya. Talking about how, oh, like, I don't fuck with Kehlani. Like, we had um, artistic differences on, like, the music. If I don't feel like I want to put it out, then it's not ready, blah, blah, blah. All because Kehlani teased a song, I'm pretty sure. Teased a song? Like, a song that they've done together. Like, she teased a song on her whatever it was. Oh, you dumb. Yeah. And then, the who there was someone there was one more person who tried to get at Kilani too. All in the same week, it's like they realized, oh, this person is down. Let me continue to kick her. Mm-hmm. Oh no, not me, not me. I actually got so mad. Like this is the first time I commented on like a shade room post and like wrote a paragraph, yeah. even though no one's gonna read it. <laughs> <laughs> I actually got so fucking mad because it's like she's literally the like for me the epitome. Of, like, light, happiness, and, like, ease. 
She had a very dark future. Yeah, I mean, I know. past. Sorry, she had a very dark past, and she's <laughs> grown from it. Jesus. Like, she just reminds me of, like, like, I can't even explain. She just reminds me of stress-free living because <laughs> she's grown so much. Mm. Like, I feel like she's so spiritual and, like, mentally fucking woke that her having to deal with this shit is crazy to me. Especially when she's trying to release an album. Like, you guys... But this is what clout chasers do, Chanel. Keisha Cole? You're calling Keisha Cole a clout chaser? She's clout chasing because she ain't making no money right now. What's she that's doing? That's true. What's she doing that's making her money right now? Nothing. That's true. Same with the Kamiya girl or whatever. Anything Kamaya. that's going to get some, like, some ruffling in feathers. Their name talked about for, what, two days? So, like, I have like, this Twitter thing open here that someone is talking about that Kamiya, Kamaya, whatever... Kaylani called her black and ghetto. Can we discuss? That's not true. Kaylani responded. Yeah, yeah. I refuse to keep letting this fly because it's a very unsafe, dangerous lie. I am black. My daughter is black. My father is black. Half my family is black. And this woman was a sister to me. But I all of a sudden became a colorist in a business conversation. She's like, please think. Then there's a, are we surprised? You can just say you don't like me or I'm not your cup of tea. You don't have to spread a dangerously false lie that could be really heartbreaking for my kid to read one day. Or really heartbreaking for my black fans. It's just all around sad. Yeah, see? Yeah. And the way she responds to it... Because she's not taking it to heart. But she's just like... What if my kid sees this in the future? Imagine that happened to Cardi B. She'd be like, fuck you bitches! Cardi would snap. But like... The way she snapped about someone talking about how she doesn't take care of her kid. I fucking care for my daughter! (laughs) Right? Come on, he's not like that. She's fucking grown. I know. And, like, it just makes me so upset that people are trying to get at her with lies and rumors and bullshit. Yeah. And apparently... And she's, like, one of the artists who's releasing a full-ass album during this fucking pandemic. Mm -hmm. Do you know how hard that is? Yeah. Like, that shit's shit's hard because they're not going to be making as much money anymore. And, I mean, it's not like they're going to go back to broke and starving, whatever, because if they're smart, they should have money set aside. But... They're not going to be able to tour. They're not going to be able to fucking a lot of things really are out of the send, picture. sell yeah. CDs or meet and greet. So she was told to get off Twitter for eight days. Yeah, because Kaylani, yeah. So her she team said told she'll her. be doing um, an interview with her album with she said Taylor Crumpton. She's super epic, and we're going to address every topic of discussion, every public, every public everything from the past few <laughs> years <laughs> and more. Uh, she goes, until then, I've been told to get off Twitter. Facts. I mean, it's hard when you're, like, I guess someone who likes to prove that you're... What am I trying to say? She's not someone that likes to be... She's not someone that likes to be called things and said that they said things or whatever. So that's probably why they're like, you need to get off the Twitter and shit. But anyway, her new music is going to be so fucking fire. Everything like, every she releases, single, exactly. I'm obsessed with. She released the track list. Like, I'm actually so excited. And the, um, and the fucking cover? It's really good, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Because everyone's like, oh, she's looking over onto, like, a greener side And it's, like, or destruction. Whatever, whatever yeah, no, it's really good. Yeah. But I love that... Even just the music she releases, her lyrics are very much true. True, relatable, mm-hmm. raw. Like, FNMU, like, fucking makeup. Love that song yeah. so much. I wish it's it was so longer. 
It's, it's so like, good. No, one of my favorite lines. It's really slow, long, <laughs> I think. One of my favorite lines is, damn, it's so good. I might have to piss you off. Yeah. And you know, sometimes it's true, bitch. Like, sometimes you have some angry sex with, with somebody and it's like, yeah, fuck me hard, bitch. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Because, you like, you're, you're both kind of angry and, like, not angry, but, like, frustrated or whatever it is. So yeah. it, like, releases all the tension from your bodies. It's so true. I love it. Gotta love it. Emotional sex is the best sex. You know what? I agree with you 100%. And I like that she touches on that. Like, she really she really does hit on that. Where it's like, I really gotta piss you off to get that feeling again. Like, yeah. it's just funny. But that funny. shit's toxic. Of no. course. And she knows it's toxic, which is why Toxic is on this album. Yeah. Everybody business. Like... You didn't like the song, did you? You know what? I don't like the video. I like the song. I think the now video like ruins it. the song. No, I liked the song. No, I think you the video you ruins didn't... the song. Bro, she's in quarantine. At least she's making us videos. I know, but it just... I think... I personally think it ruins the song because it. I don't think it makes sense with the song. It obviously doesn't. She can't have okay, a relatable but that video. Is, that's why that's my opinion, right? Yeah, but... Okay, that's my opinion. Just doesn't I'm make not sense. asking you to get defensive. That's my opinion. Okay, I like the song. Keep your opinion to yourself. <laughs> I like the song. Not a fan of the video clip. But the okay, song anyway. is really good. The song is very good. Yeah. That's why when you said you didn't like it, I was like, the fuck? Why don't you like it? Mm-hmm. Because there's so much about the song that she touches, especially all the slander that gets, like, her name gets put yeah. in. Like, I did like the beginning it. of the song. Oh, my gosh. So there's a video, a quarantine-style video to... Uh, fucking makeup yeah yeah it's it's hot it's actually really hot she's fucking sexy but um i'd go less for her oh my god but uh i just like i love that i love that song it's so good i wish it was longer but like i said um, i really hope her songs aren't short on the album like at least give me three minutes bitch please three minutes each (laughs) like that's all i ask yeah because a lot of these artists now, they drop amazing fucking songs that are like a minute and 50 seconds. You couldn't even make it to two? I know. And you know what I realized? Every time I really fucking love a song, it's an interlude. Yeah, me too. So it's literally less, like a minute long. <laughs> I just have it on repeat. <laughs> and I just repeat it. Like, like when Summer Walker is like drunk dialing, like, and drunk dialing and what is it? I can't remember. The other half of the song? I Bro, remember. I literally just go back to the beginning, like, seven times. Yeah, I know. It's I'm like, that should have been a song as well. But anyway. Um, I, I wanted to show you song. a new artist that I kind of found. Her released a new song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, That's our intro. intro song. Yeah, it's Wrong called Places. Wrong Places. I love it. I love her. Yeah, I like it. I like it. She's so good. Um... Trey Songs released a new song with Summer. With Summer. Yeah. Did you hear um, Summer's, there's a song with her and Sav- uh, 21 Savage that came out? Yes. I think it's kind of old now. It is older. Yeah, I have heard it. It's actually pretty cute. Mm-hmm. Like, pretty good. I liked it. Um, so there's this artist. He may or may not be new. Like, he's new to me. Um, I found him. His I can't, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Oh, it says it in his description. Pronounced J. So it's J, but it's spelled seven A E. Um, <laughs> so the first song I want to show you that I the first song that I heard from him, I think it came out like a while ago. It's kind of an older song. Um, oh my god, where the fuck did it go? It's kind of an older song, 
Um, but it's so good. I fucking love it. Here is the track. I'm gonna just... I think he's from Toronto, but I don't know. Cause did you hear the beginning? Oh God. Yo, fam, she's a baddie still. I like his vibe. I love his voice. I was reading like the uh, comments on the YouTube uh, video, like the video clip. Someone said Bryson Tiller vibes. Now that they said that, I can't get out of my head. Kind of actually. But at first, I thought like I know that guy needs to come out of whatever shell he's in and come back to us, please. His child's cute too. Um, And then the other song that is more recent. It came out I think six months ago. It's called Feel Me. It's from his um, EP. It's called Three's Company. It's okay. funny because there's only three songs on it. That's funny. Don't get a little wassy on me. He's definitely from Toronto. But in his uh, artist profile, he's wearing a Minnesota sweater. Yeah, so? The way he's talking is full-on Toronto slang. Like, it can't be. I'm just gonna yeah, Google it. I'm going to play the rest of this <laughs> a little bit more. Drunk as always. Did you take that in? He said, you're drunk as always, drunk as always, but I'm coming as always. Like, coming together, not coming, like, his day. Got it. Okay. I think what I like about this song is, like, hold on. You got the grippa. Okay, yeah. So I think what I really love about his voice and his, like, the way he talks and sings is that also it's super relatable. Party vibe. No. He does. The way he talks. The way he writes his lyrics. Yeah, like, like the way he, the way he, it's like his storytelling. It kind oh. of just gives me party vibes. I mean, it's <laughs> almost all storytelling. T- storytelling. Did you get find out where he's from? I'm trying to, but he's not on Wikipedia. <laughs> The fuck? <laughs> I guess he's an up-and-coming artist. Um, it just... Yeah, no, it's... When I go to about this artist... Mm, you know, one day we're going to have an episode. songwriter Jeremiah Johnson. Oh, I told you. He's from Minnesota. 
I was right. The fuck? Yeah. Talking like a Toronto man for... Mm-hmm. Minnesota. Still like you, though. Hailing from Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. What? Jay discovered his love for That's music at crazy. the young age of 12, where he wrote and produced his first song entitled Chillin'. 12 years old. 12. It was How old is he now? It was process that he recognized. Oh, yeah. He only has 2.25K subscribers on YouTube. Yeah. He's so he's cool. still coming up. He's still, yeah. Hey, guys. I put you on. Fuck with me. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, yeah. So I really like him. I was list- I've been listening to him for a bit. Um, that's all I can think of for new music right now. Uh, yeah, that's Unless what I wrote down. Trey's new song. Nope. Let me actually check because Trey's song's have- coming out with an album. You know what? I'm gonna put you on one album. Trey songs is coming out with an album. I know. Did you hear Jay? Chris Brown and Young yes. Thug album yet? Yep. I didn't hear. I listened it. to it this morning. I didn't even download it. Yet. I listened to it on SoundCloud because on Apple Music there's one song that's not on there. With that futures in, and that's one of the best songs on, on Supposedly, it. Supposedly, or like yeah. actually, no, it actually is. What's the album even called? Why is it not on the whole album? That's so stupid. It's just that one song is is left out. Just the one song. So maybe that song's a leak. It's it's slime and B. That's literally what the mixtape or EP oh. is called. The I've been seeing so many funny memes of that young thug meme where he's like looking con- like concentratingly at a computer and it's like oh. young thug deleting all the 37 songs that chris brown wanted to add on the mixtape facts though <laughs> help me breathe featuring future i do i think they took it off it was probably a leak no it's on here but they took it off i'm confused they took it off where soundcloud like, on the SoundCloud, the album, it's not on the album anymore. But I can still play the song, because that's the last song I was playing. Imagine he put it on there by accident, and it's a song for his al- for his fucking album. Yikes. <laughs> that's Young Thug, right? Yes. Can't you tell? Yeah. His voice is so annoying. It's very distinct. <laughs> Um, so it's called Help Me Breathe. Yes, apparently it's not on here anymore. Anyway, no. The album I was talking about is by Jay Howell. It's Ooh. called Red Room. Amazing. Very, very cool vibe. Um, Play your favorite song. Oh, I found one more. I have to show you one more person. Ooh, there's Sorry, a, I got excited. There's a few good songs on here that I like. Just show me one. It's hard. Okay, fast forward then. Is that a girl? Is it a girl or a guy? This is a good song. And the next song is called Talk. The next one's really good too. I like her voice. Yeah? Yeah. Not Anyways, bad. that's a very um, good album. And then... Yo, listen to this girl. Hold on. Another one called... Um, Shy Girls. This album was also really good. Is it a group? I think so. What the fuck? 
You're welcome. This is the first time you're putting me on to music. No, it's not. Don't even say that. Yes, it is. You can't even say that. We can. No, you can't. I'm going to say it. Okay, listen to this girl. Her name is Zena. Like Zena. Like like our aunt. Zena. Yeah. Okay. She's Middle Eastern. She's Lebanese. I'm pretty sure. I'm listening. Or something else. Um, And there's... And she's mixed with something else. She's fucking beautiful. Tall. Dark hair. Dark eyes. Like dark eyebrows and all that shit mm-hmm. this song is called suburbs it came out in 2020 like this came out recently i think probably a month ago really good you guys should go listen to it suburbs by zena z-e-i-n-a z z okay bitch okay <laughs> you can say it either way okay <laughs> whatever she has other singles out but i haven't listened to them um that was like the most recent song i heard by That's her cool she's really cool she has a cool vibe it's kind of it gives me vibes like bad bad girl like bad bitch uh like vibe yeah Okay. Yeah. So well, there's our take on new music, y'all. Yeah, it's been a pretty good week or two. A few music. since my birthday. Actually, a lot of good music got released on the thirtieth. Okay. Okay. My birthday was on Thursday. I think we discussed that already. Yeah, it was wonderful. Thanks for asking. I was there. No, you weren't. Yes, I was. No, you weren't. I was there the, the day after. No, you weren't. The day day after. <laughs> The day after that. Um, you know what? Speaking of R&B and love songs and all that shit, mm-hmm. let's talk about some motherfucking relationships. Yes. And motherfucking egos yes. and shit. So, question mm-hmm. that you said, but mm-hmm. I will say. That I said? You asked this question. Oh, yes. What helps grow and sustain long-term relationships healthy long-term relationships healthy (laughs) long-term relationships yes 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 so when i first heard the question i kind of thought back to the other episode where we spoke about like values that you kind of need last episode was it last episode the five top five things or yeah yeah oh yeah yeah it was yesterday last last week's episode Mm -hmm. about how we spoke about like values and stuff right but that's not really it. Like, no. Because values 100%. is just surface level. Like, you want to go a little bit deeper. Like, how do you maintain, sustain a relationship long term, a marriage right. long term? We're not term. just checking off boxes here. We're actually, yeah. where you need to spend quality time with someone. You need to know what someone, what, and this also ties in with last week's one of the values was someone's ambitions, or are they willing to go after these ambitions? Mm-hmm. Are they stagnant? Do they need a push? Like, so yeah. we're just trying to dive in deeper here. Yeah. So, um, at first thought, I like thought of keywords that we can go into deeper. Um, 
one of them was understanding of each other's needs and wants. Yeah. Communication, obviously, but not just communicating, like actively listening to each other and then actively um, responding, but not, like you've said before, not responding to respond, responding because you've listened and you understood and now you think you can give a proper response. Right, and if you don't understand, you don't. You just kind of give, okay, so this is what you're saying mm -hmm. or are you saying something different? Mm -hmm. Like... Yeah, like open dialogue that right. actually, what's the word? Um, that actually is functioning for your relationship. Effective for your relationship. Yes. Not just like saying something, listening, but then not really having any, like addressing any issues that you have or whatever it is. Because I know sometimes if you're a good listener, like I like to believe I am a good listener, like and I actively listen to people. Sometimes obviously you get angry or whatever frustrated and that's when i think i respond to respond right but when i actually am listening and i want to try and get to the bottom of something i think sometimes i don't say what i'm thinking and that can also stop communication from happening properly right because of a fear of maybe what you're saying might be too honest. Fear of making another fight. Or fear of making someone yes. feel bad. You know, yes, um, and exactly. That, that is like the it's worst exactly how part. I feel. That's one of the worst things to do is like to not communicate as honestly as you feel, feel you, like I can. You can. I want to. Right. And then it's like once you sh- kind of shut that down, you're not addressing the full problem, you're kind of addressing little pieces of the problem mm-hmm. and um it's like the iceberg right exactly you're not getting to the bottom to you're the not root. getting exactly you're just kind of picking at the pieces and then eventually the deeper problem will come back of course but the thing with listening to respond is it's so hard because everyone wants to jump to defend themselves yeah and it's just so important it's hard for people not to swallow to. your pride yeah. and just like let listen. me listen to what my partner is trying to mm-hmm. express to me, whether it offends me or not. Yeah, because you have to, when you're in that position, now it's your responsibility to understand or try to understand mm-hmm. how what you've done or what you've said to make your partner feel like this. Yeah, or, or just understand why they're feeling like this in general. You right. may have not done anything. What they're trying to tell you. Anything. Exactly. It might not be something you're doing or not doing. It might just be something they're expressing, something they're interested in. Yeah. Right? So it's like... Yeah, so I think like a lot of communication sometimes, it's like half halfway there. Because you want to be actively listening, and you are, because you're understanding. Like as you're listening, for me, this like, for example, I'm actively listening to you, and you're expressing to me what you feel or what is wrong or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm taking it in and I'm thinking of things in my head. Maybe it's defense or maybe it's something else. But I'm thinking in my head, but you do this to me or this, this, this also happens to right. me. So like my confusion, I guess, is is that me being defensive or is that me also addressing the same issues that I have but being scared obviously, so I don't say them because I don't want to start another fight or I don't want to flip it around about me. Mm -hmm. I think the words that we use are very important. So you can be brutally honest without saying hurtful words. Yeah. You just have to take three more seconds to To fucking think. think. Right. Exactly. Um, I did notice in myself 
and in you. I noticed it a lot this weekend, actually. Me? Both of us. Oh. When we're... T- and I think it's situational. Obviously, it's different with family. We're very... We jump. Yeah, that's how we're raised. We jump that's- to defend ourselves very, very quickly. And that is a flaw in me that I can't stand. Like, no. I hate when you or mom or dad say something. And you take and it like, offensively. You're you're worse for it. And I noticed it this weekend with mom when, when she was talking about certain things with you. But I'm like... I'm the worst with it with you. Not with mom and dad. I'm pretty good yeah, at like... Yeah, because you always think I'm talking to you with attitude. No, when no, I'm no, no, no. Not necessarily attitude. I'm talking about like even if I feel like it's judgment or even if I feel like it's whatever, I jump to defend myself. Yeah, no. Because... Like, I would never And I don't even you. know why. I just react. Like it's it's like a natural innate feeling a, for me. I just get fucking scared. Yeah. I just <laughs> react. And people don't understand until they've seen it that you, of all people, can make me go... Negative 20 to 3,000 in two seconds. <laughs> and like, then positive. Huh? And then positive. Come on. I said negative 20 to positive 3,000. Oh, I thought you meant... Like zero to 100? Negative. Real fucking quick. Like, like I'm in the negatives because I don't really... And then react. happy? No, negative. happy and then angry? Negative, like happy. Like, you know, zero to 100? Yes. So I'm in the <laughs> negatives because I'm like, I don't really let a lot of things affect me and I brush a lot of shit off. You can just say Boo. <laughs> the wrong way all you have to do is and say boo with me, bro. <laughs> and i'm ready to throw a knife across the room like it's actually funny bro okay? i don't know what kind of resentment we have to each other but we I don't need think- to go see a therapist like together i don't think it's resentment it's just we know each other's triggers and we know no, what we no, know what no. listen listen <laughs> let me finish my thought we know what tone is gonna set each other off. Like you Bro. know, if you come and lick my face, I'm gonna snap. You yeah, know that. Yeah, but you snap and then you laugh. It's not like you actually. No, but I'm saying snap. like you just know things that 100 yeah, will make me. I know will piss you. Will off. make me like steam out of my ears. Who's gonna randomly go and lick you? I'm okay. Exactly. Relax. <laughs> Nobody knows I that that pisses you off. Right. <laughs> Except me. My face or like okay, let's just be clear here. Yes. Oh, oh my god, I was not even thinking that. I'm just saying, like, sometimes Gross. she'll go to kiss me and then, like, stick her tongue out on my face. I hate it so much. I can't stand it. <laughs> but all I'm saying is, like, seriously, all you gotta say is one word in the wrong tone of voice, and I'm like... And I think that's my problem. Sometimes that, I say and things... And that's what I'm saying. I've noticed about you a lot this My tone. Weekend. Yes. Your tone, but also when you're going through things, you don't know your tone. But, like, you're, to be quite honest... You don't know you your tone. You don't know my tones. I'm bitch. pretty sure I know your tones. No, you don't. <laughs> okay, you listen. Don't. That's not the point. I'm not arguing with you. No, we're not arguing. Okay, I the point is that when it's family, I think it's different. It's a lot harder. When it's when we're in relationships, um, it's we get defensive in a different way because family knows you. They know you. You're vulnerable to fam- family. Most of the time, they know you inside and out. Yeah. Like they, some some of them might know you better than you know yourself. Yeah. But like. In a relationship or with someone maybe you're trying to get into a relationship in or getting to know mm-hmm. or, you know, dating, it's it's so hard to detach from being defensive and letting that person express themselves the way they need to express themselves without attaching anything personal to it. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like responding openly, not taking it personally, responding... Mm-hmm. Almost educationally. Like. But I think also when you're in a relationship and your partner is telling, like, not 
not that it's bad criticism, but like if they criticize you, I think people take it personally automatically. Not because everyone. it is about you. Not everyone, one hundred percent. But most people would. But that's what I'm talking and about. That's is why even it's if hard. someone uses words like that, that that maybe feel like you're being criticized or judged, you need to know. Unless they're saying it with a malicious tone, mm-hmm. take out the personal part of that. Yeah. Take out that you're attacking me. That's your ego fighting back. Yeah. Take out that, oh shit, I gotta defend myself. Boom. Jump on it. Fangs out. Like, you need to... <laughs> seriously. I just pictured a little cartoon bat yeah. jumping at somebody. <laughs> I pictured a little, like, tiger, a baby tiger. But anyway, like, we need to really learn how to detach from being so defensive. And it's so easy. It's so easy to be so defensive. Like, yeah. I think... Because I think it's but you know our why? natural it's so easy? Exactly. Instinct. Because yeah. ego is all about the self. And ego does not like to be attacked in any no, way, shape, or form. Not at all. Ego is Wait, selfish. Wait, before we get into ego, because that's a whole other fucking bag. Oh, I know. I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, no, but yeah. Yeah. So it's crazy how like ego and communication, it will literally fuck you up. Because... Not only is it important for you to be able to openly talk to your partner about mm-hmm. whatever it is you're feeling, whatever it is they're feeling. Also, understand when you need to be silent and listen and not defend yourself right away. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, I think, for a long-term relationship, it's it's going to take you those... It's going to take, like I think... Five, let's say, I'm just putting a number out there. Five really serious conversations that you guys have together that set the standard for how you want to communicate with each other. Going forward. Going forward. Every time you come up with an issue and someone says something to you that you don't like or it triggers you or whatever the fuck it is, you need to go after it's all settled, maybe a day after you're not angry at each other anymore or like as angry, you got to go back to it and be like, can we address this? Because this, this, and this made me feel like this. Right. And we shouldn't communicate like that or blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then that's when I think you can either go upward or not. Right. And because you have it's either to... one person will get it, both of you will get it, or none of you are going to get it. Yeah. And you have to address it or, like, look at it in a more neutral or balanced area. Like, I think balance balance, balance is so important. Yeah. Um, because if you're too much on one end of the scale, obviously, it'll tip, right? Like, of course. Like, there needs to be a balance in communicating and listening in openly. It's everything. Right. Just being able and knowing your partner, right? Like, there needs to be a balance in growth. I feel growth yeah. is so important. Like, your growth mindset. Because if one partner... A, a big word. Huge. That we should, like... Yes. Deconstruct. If one partner is growing more than the other partner, mm-hmm. one will feel less worthy. Mm. And one will almost, sometimes, one the person who is growing might feel bad because they're outgrowing their partner. So they kind of, not hide, they suppress their growth. Yes. As to not make anyone feel bad about themselves, yeah. or just so they can feel—I don't—I don't know. Like, 
No, I, I actually completely get that. Like, I understand. Like, if you are the partner, say, who isn't growing or doesn't feel like you really understand what your partner is saying to you because it seems far-fetched or it seems, like, hard for you to comprehend or... Or maybe just something you're not interested in or it's something knowing that more you, about. Oh, yeah. Whatever it is. But, like, on a growth mindset, what that really means is, like, you, in your mind almost have a plan for yourself but every time you get to a a pinnacle of your plan something changes and you learn how to adapt and grow and get better yeah so i think if you're in a relationship and this one partner is growing more than the other like you said for the partner who's growing more and who obviously is trying to be like come come with me let's go let's go together yeah if they don't if they don't understand or if they can't kind of get on that level it's really hard for the relationship to sustain itself it won't like and that's where i think ambition is huge that's where i added mutual growth mindset to it yes mutual because you need to have a shared vision yeah you need to have a shared not necessarily a shared vision that's exactly the same but a shared vision where you both mutually agree or you both mutually know that you both need to grow together and separately. Yeah. Because you're not going to grow together forever. No. Where it's everything, you're my everything, I'm your everything. No, we have to, as humans, we grow and we evolve separately and together yeah. simultaneously. Yeah. And it's so important. And one of my one of my close friends said this, that like the will, you have to be willing to like... And to understand your person's vision mm-hmm. and to want to help them grow. Yeah. So, like, if your partner is not inspiring you to grow or motivating you to want to do I have an more. Example. I have an example. Then, then I think, I don't know if that's the right partner for you. Because if, if, if your partner's stagnant and you're stagnant, you're both just kind of gonna be stuck stagnant right just stuck. and if you're happy they're fine whatever but i think we evolve every yeah, of course. every three four five years we evolve our minds evolve we grow and whatever and if we can't keep up with the times of our partner it's really hard so it's important to be willing to understand where your partner's coming from their vision your vision and, and how the, you can put it together and the mutual vision yeah. exactly like for like a basic example of a growth mindset that I think a lot of people can benefit from it's so simple so there's two things there's a fixed mindset and a growth mindset I was just reading about this yeah so a fixed mindset would be I'm not good at origami I'm just bad at it and I don't care right a growth mindset would be I haven't learned how to do origami yet well it's not a priority for me to learn right now So, to put it simply, when you're saying fixed, like, when you're stagnant, when you're not growing, you're just, like, you don't really care to try new things or to experiment in whatever it is that you're doing. You just want, you're comfortable where you are, you're comfortable with your skills that have not changed, and you don't care to change or, or upgrade or you know, right, evolve, change. Yeah, exactly. So I think the, I haven't learned this yet. I haven't done this yet, but I will. 
that or maybe I want to and even if it's not something you're completely interested in like if your partner's interested in it I think you should at least open your mind open your mind to, to it. it and maybe you can do it together so experience new things together like yeah. a cooking class or yeah. even just like a if you both wanted to travel to like I don't know somewhere like Thailand or whatever and experience new things there like you know that's different mm-hmm. too but then you also like people people grow at their own rate yeah exactly and you can't rush somebody you can't rush someone's growth and um, you can't stop them either and you can't stop someone's you can't exactly yeah. like and I think people do realize eventually when they're hindering someone else's growth or when someone else is hindering their own growth yeah um but sometimes with- we just love so hard yeah that it, it's hard to just detach from that, right? Like, it's hard to be, like... It's hard to be... To decide, now is the time. Or, now is the time. Or, mm, maybe I'll wait a little bit longer. And then... It's, it's, it is hard to right. decide when it's time for you to let go of something that you know isn't, you know, growing with you or functioning with you. And it's never an easy decision to make, especially in relationships. Yeah. It's this never is like easy. not just relationship. Any relationship you have in life, like friendships. friendships. I've outgrown yeah, so many. There's friendships. There's a lot of people that yeah. you just outgrow. I've outgrown so many friendships. So and many like, friendships. When you outgrow a friendship, it can either end bitter and like not good. Sometimes it doesn't even end. Or you it just doesn't end. Apart. You just don't be. A, that's what I was gonna say. Like, yeah. or you just you're just not as close as you once were. And but you when apart, you see each other, it's normal. You're good. Yeah. It's not normal. It's no, but I mean, it's time not like something's missing. You know what I mean? It's not like. Like, you can almost pick up the conversation where it was left off. Kind of. And then you add in what you've been doing. Yeah. It's kind of like What's a catch-up. Right. And you're, and you're both mutually happy for each other. Mm-hmm. Rather 100%. than a bitter one where it's like, fuck that person. Right. Of course. Right? Like, oh, they don't talk to me anymore. I don't fuck with them. They just like, stop no. talking to me. Blah, 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 blah. Um, I do think that it's so important in any relationship that involves growth that you continue to, like, love each other. Oh, yeah. And have good sex. Lots of it. Lots of good sex. <laughs> no, I swear to God. <laughs> because not only is it important, obviously, all these things we're talking about is important in a long-term relationship. But if you're in a relationship and you aren't, like, happy sexually, that's going to be hard. I guess, I don't know. I guess it depends on people who settle or not. Yeah. So if you settle for, because it's something you can learn. <laughs> Right. It is something. It can get better. Sex can get better. <laughs> That's true. Sex but. can get better. And when you have sex, like, if you're feeling great, if you guys have this great energy and you're both, like, growing, you're both happy, having sex with your partner, it's having gonna make you passionate, so much right, closer. the energy makes you closer. The, it's the energy that's exchanged between two people in those moments. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't even have to be sex. Like, it can be, like, the most passionate kiss of your life. Just hot makeouts for, like, 20 minutes. But I'm just saying that... Who makes out for that long anymore? That passionate energy (laughs) that gets exchanged is so inspiring. And it almost makes you so happy. And it makes you want to grow more. Like, it makes you want to do do more together. Feel like that again. Right. It makes you want to feel those things without the toxicity. Like, fucking make up. But, like... (laughs) Facts, right? (laughs) But it like it really it really really changes people's mindset on how they view relationships and things like that, and it's it's so important that big moments like that are experienced together, Mm -hmm. obviously. And I think to have good sex, all of these need to kind of 
eventually align. Like, you need to understand what your partner needs and wants. Mm-hmm. 100%. Not only through life and communication and whatever, whatever. In the bedroom, you need to know what they need and you need to know what they want. Yeah. Or you need to ask. That's so important. That is so important. Because, you know, a lot of men aren't going to know what a woman needs in sex. Right. Unless Every we woman tell them. Is different. Yeah. Unless we tell them, I like this. Because everybody's different, right? But what else, you know, another thing I kind of wrote down for a long-term relationship was um, attention. Like, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Because it's I think important. depending on the person that you're dating or whoever it is. Because I know there is relationships where you both are kind of very, you can be chill and not need attention and blah, 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 blah. I think it ties in with sex. Attention. Kind of. It can. Because... For sure it can, but... I don't know where I'm trying to go with this. I think what I'm trying to say like, is, are like... are you trying to say giving and receiving attention? Um, oh, I guess it ties in with communication. Because you want, like, genuine attention. Like, when right. I'm talking to you or when I'm making out with you, like, I want to know that you're here right now. In the moment. Yeah. In the moment. Mm-hmm. And, like, appreciating the gift that I am. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Or not just maybe the gift that you are, but the gift that you're giving. You're My both pussy. giving. Oh, <laughs> you're both giving this each other. Mouth. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I'm done. done. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Problem solving. You know who's the more spiritual one here? <laughs> yeah, clearly. I'm getting there, okay? No, honestly, I really am. Um, I don't. I feel like lately I've been really into understanding the energies that people give off i've been wanting to learn more about it like i've been wanting to go and see a medium or whatever they're called the people who it's not a medium it's a reiki master a reiki master yeah. and i've been telling you to give me a number to a reiki master because i know you have i one. can do reiki on you okay but it's different when it's your sister isn't it i can still do reiki on you it's an energy it's a form of energy healing but a reiki master could do more because obviously they're more qualified than i am but no one is doing anything right now honey i have yeah, i know this was prior the pandemic numbers. Thank you very much. Anyway, yeah. So, like, I've been really interested in understanding, like, how, like, what the fuck color is my aura? I want to know. Like, okay. what do you see when you look at me? And I want to learn how to see other black. people's. Fuck you. <laughs> what does black mean in auras and whatnot and chakras? I don't know. On it, in the sh- the chakras, they have their own colors because they represent different things. They also have their own stones. That I that has nothing to do with your aura. Oh, okay. Anyway, then. Um, I've been wanting to learn that because it's just like, I feel like I can benefit from someone telling me what the fuck's wrong with me. Okay, first of all, no one can fully tell you what the fuck's wrong with you. (laughs) That's called (laughs) self-reflection, bitch. I've been (laughs) self-reflecting. No, I think this quarantine has really shook me to the core. Well, maybe you. But it's really opened things up for me. In my life, um, like relationship-wise, what I want for a few in my future, mm-hmm. like literally, Not I've just meet you. I've yeah. been thinking about the the next five years, like and things that I want to do, things that I want to accomplish, goals I have. It's been making me reflect a lot on what I want in a person, what I want in my partner, what you need too. What I and what I there's need. There's sometimes things that you need but you don't want, like someone who's gonna handle you and like under like understand how to. Not, I don't want to say tame because it sounds controlling, but like understand. You can't tame a bull. You can. Tour season. 
with the red cart little they don't tame them yeah, it makes whatever. them more crazy good <laughs> listen bitch maybe lose my train of thought good you know what I was trying to say no I think you as a person you need someone who is I have a big personality no let me talk you need somebody who I is do, bitch I <laughs> how does it feel to be interrupted I'm gonna choke you don't slam the table I'm gonna choke you out till you pass out like I was saying, you do, yes, you have a big personality, but your big personality also has a, a big emotions. Yes. You're very emotional, you're very sensitive, and you need somebody who's going to be able to be sensitive to when you're feeling down, happy, sad, and understand that when you're fucking bull, when you're angry, they need to know how to control your anger. No. Not control. Wrong word. Deal with your anger. And not make it worse. I would say, like, diffuse. Diffuse. <laughs> yes, diffuse. Fuck. <laughs> crisis intervention. I also think that's a me problem. You're a crisis. I'm not a crisis. And you need a my intervention. <laughs> what? I'm just joking. You're such an asshole. No, 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 but, like, yeah, that's what I was trying to say. So, but I'm also learning a lot right now in the book that I'm reading about, like, the pain body and, like, our thoughts that come with when we're thinking of sad things or whatever, angry things. Um, but I do think that I, I have a big personality, but I also have a very low-key personality. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw your drink out the window. Chat time. Stop. Okay. I'm done. Um, I also... someone who... Go. Go! <laughs> yes, I do need someone who can handle different parts of my personality because... It's not only that. Like, you're not the problem. I'm not saying I'm... Pro- Who said there's a problem? Okay, it just sounded like you were like making yourself no. sound like you're bad. I know my personality, and I know when certain people can't handle my personality. It's not only your personality, though. It's like the attention you get, too. Because you're oh, obviously oh, you yeah. a beautiful woman. You have a big ass. You have a nice face. And you have a nice body. So you're going to get attention, unwanted or not. And I think you need somebody, a man, who's going to be able to look at that attention you're getting and be like, look, babe, they like you. Too bad. <laughs> Too bad you're mine. Too bad that's mine. Yeah. Or whatever. Like, yeah. We're to, well, we're someone at. who can be, like, I guess, light about it. or like Exactly. Because, because people who take it too seriously are honestly not going to last. They're not going to, they're not going to last. Yeah. And sorry to say this. I've seen it happen in your previous relationships. Like, your previous, previous relationships. Mm-hmm. It's like, because I think it drives certain people crazy, a.k.a. X number two. You remember? Yep. He drove himself crazy because of the attention you received. And even though you weren't giving back the attention, he still thought you were and went crazy. So it's, yeah. How do we get into your relationship and your personality? You started talking about it. But yeah, I, I agree 100%. And that's a huge part of me. Like, that's a huge part of me. I just thought of something. Even my social media. Yeah. It's a huge part of... Your business. Your my, like, my DMs, everything. Like, don't be... Don't be concerned with what's in my phone. <laughs> that just sounds weird. <laughs> because unless I'm entertaining it, you have nothing to worry about. Right. Yeah, okay. And if I'm entertaining something else other than this relationship I'm in, 
you'll feel my energy pull away if I don't communicate it. You should communicate. Which I obviously would communicate. Yes. (laughs) I'm just saying, if I didn't communicate. Yeah, so I think what I was going with getting to the point, like the point I was trying to get to, was you need somebody who has already kind of grown on their own. Yeah. You need somebody who is emotionally intelligent enough and confident in themselves yeah. Emotional maturity. Is that what you were trying to remember? Yeah. 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 You time. need someone who, obviously, I think everybody does, not just you. I think everybody, you have to grow yourself to be able to be in such positive, loving, and essentially good relationships. Yeah. Because if you haven't grown, you can't expect all the growth to happen with your partner. Right. It could. You mean, I mean, they can inspire you to grow. They can inspire you. Da, 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 mm-hmm. da, da. But you should have some some understanding of how you've changed or you've grown or whatever yeah. prior, prior all that. Of course, because you don't want... Your, your person can never be your everything. No. And I've said this yeah. timeless, like, just so many times over and over again. Yeah. They can't be your everything. They might inspire this positivity, this change, and whatever, Mm -hmm. but, like, God forbid, if they're gone. You shouldn't have the mindset that you're going to kill yourself after. Or you're going to lose everything that you've Mm -hmm. worked for or worked on internally because, no, that's what you did internally. Yes, they inspired you, but they're not inside your body. Mm -hmm. Right? I mean. I mean, (laughs) they are. (laughs) They are, but they're not. But half of them. A quarter of them. (laughs) Depending on how big. <laughs> oh, God. Jesus. <laughs> anyway. I also thought it was important for a long-term relationship to be sustainable. Balance. Yes. Yeah, we mentioned that. In me time and us time. And friend time. Yes. So fucking important. Your separate life, your mutual life, your friend life, your family life. Like, yes. eventually, your lives will merge. Yeah. But you need to learn how to, like, for some people, for example, me, I'm a very, like, I love me time. Me too. Because it's either I love to sit and watch TV and do nothing and not even, like, be on my phone, or I love to read my books and do nothing and not be bothered, or whatever it is I want to do for that me. That makes you feel good about yourself. Yeah. yeah. Or makes me feel nice or whatever the fuck it is, right? I think if some people don't have me time... They get lost in that person. Yes. Especially they if they don't know never how to function. had it to begin with. Yeah. Right? And I feel like in the beginning of relationships, it's always like, oh my God, you see each other so much, blah, blah, blah. You're always together, this and that. You're always talking. This. And then it's like, things have calmed down and you're like, I'm going to go hang out with my friends. And they're like, what? You have like, friends? Who? Who's your friends? Right. <laughs> so it's like, it's so important to have that balance to yeah. 100%. Like you need time for you, just your girls. You need, need time for just boy your boys. Time. Right. You need me time. You need family, family time. time. That's huge yes. for me. Family time is huge for me. And obviously, yes. eventually, my partner would be integrated into that. But all I'm saying is, like, family time, ginormous it's, for me. Exactly. Yeah. But what I... Wait, are you done with that balance topic? I think so. Because what I am so excited to talk about... I was trying to get to yes, it. Yes, I'm so excited. And this has been, like... I talk about this all the time in almost everything I do. I even fight with people about this. Yeah, I know. Oh, me. my gosh. <laughs> A.K.A. you. Yes. 
putting your, your ego, ego to, to the, the side, side in relationships is so fucking important. I can't even okay, stress. But also, so hard. So hard. Of course, because it goes that with that defense stuff we talked about earlier. Yeah. But like, so hard putting your ego aside. So hard. And my girl said this. Owning. My girl's boyfriend said this. So I'm happy a man said Gross. this. Growth, exactly. Growth mindset. So hard pushing your pride aside and owning up to your own wrongdoings and then apologizing. Like, ego... I know you have a question. Hold on. Ego is so strong. Yeah. It can literally... But here's the thing. ...ruin a whole relationship. But here's the, the gag. I think a lot of people don't even know. Of course. What their fucking ego is. Yep. Ego, a lot of people don't know. A lot of people don't understand. And a lot of people, I think... Because they identify with it. No, no, no. I just read about this. Hold on. Let me finish my thought. I think people will not... Basically, I think people won't be able to notice their own ego because it's being told to them what they're doing. In other words, you're manipulating. You're... You're um, yes. flipping it around on me. I understand. Blah, blah, blah. You're being defensive. Yes. And I think people, because you're being told, oh, why are you being so defensive? Blah, blah, blah. They're not being like, oh, that's my fucking ego. Like, I need a fucking chill. Of course. But I also think they don't think that. That's not the first immediate thought. Is because they identify themselves with their ego. Like, what do you mean? Like, that's who I am. I am my ego. I am defensive. I am stubborn. I am my ego. They won't say those things because they're going to deny those things. But they identify... I don't deny that I'm stubborn. <laughs> you kind of do. But Sometimes. they identify Depending. with their egos the most. All of us do. We identify with our egos the most because that's the most thing that like pops up. Ego always wants to self-preserve, protect. Ego is very defensive, very manipulating, just very, it can cause so much turmoil. Like a lot of resistance comes from ego. Mm. Huge resistance. Like resistance to what? Like anything that you think isn't you or is wrong. Or like when someone calls me vain because I'm a Libra. Okay, sure. I'm not fucking Fine. vain. But I'm, <laughs> I'm saying joking. like it is so resistant. And that's why sometimes do you ever feel like it's really really hard to swallow your pride to let someone else be right ego doesn't like to be wrong <laughs> yeah sometimes i do that and i ego, actually spoke about this earlier today ego hates i read about this today in the book i'm reading ego hates being wrong because it fears dying it fears that if you identify with anything but your ego it's gonna die down your ego is gonna be gone mm. like ego is so stupid it's, it's hard like to the most about, immature. Hold on. It's hard to think about ego as like a different part of you, but it really is. It really, really Because sometimes I think people are is. like, oh, uh, I, whatever the fuck it's called, I'd ego, super ego. I think people it. forget that it's you in all your different forms. Yeah. And obviously, as most people who took psychology know, the ego is the main. I guess, personality that shows itself. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And emotions drive ego. Yeah. Right? Like, emotions and thoughts drive ego. Um, so what I was looking at today, because it ties in so perfectly, it's a perfect example. Okay. Okay, so I found in this book that I'm reading, it's called The Power of Now. Yes, by Eckhart Tolle. Eckhart Tolle, yes. Um, 
it talks about being identified with your ego. So it's so funny that I was just talking about this today and this is what we decided that we're going to talk about. But um, so as long as you're identified with your mind, the ego runs your life. So I've always said that your thoughts don't run you. Yeah, yeah, I don't get yes. that part. Okay, keep You going. run your thoughts. Okay, anyways. <laughs> the ego is very vulnerable and insecure and it sees itself as constantly under threat. So that's what I was getting at. Mm. This, by the way, is the case even if the ego is outwardly very confident. Now remember that an emotion is the body's reaction to your mind. What message is the body receiving continuously from the ego? So, danger. I am under threat. So this is what I'm saying where we get defensive and things like that. Um, so fear seems to have many causes. Fear of loss, fear of failure, fear of being hurt, so on. Ultimately, fear is the ego's fear of death, of annihilation. So the death of the ego. So to the ego, death is always just around the corner. In this mind-identified state, fear of death affects every aspect of your life. So, um... This word's really big. Oh my gosh, I'm just joking. (laughs) Um, So if you identify with a mental position, okay, then if you are wrong, your your mind-based sense of self is seriously threatened with annihilation. Okay, so you as the ego cannot afford to be wrong. To be wrong is to die. Oh, okay. Wars have been fought over ego, which we know. Which is true. And countless relationships have broken down, which of course we felt. So the biggest thing here is once you've disidentified from your mind, whether you are right or wrong makes no difference to your sense of self at all. So the forceful, compulsive, and deeply unconscious need to be right these are such heavy... I know. Which is a form of violence will no longer be there. You can state clearly and firmly how you feel or what you think, but there will be no aggressiveness or defensiveness about it once you've disidentified with your ego. That's what I'm kind of okay. saying. Um, your sense of self is then derived from a deeper and truer place within. Um, and there was one part that you your wanted me to say. sense of self is What? What? Your sense of self is then derived from a deeper and truer place within you. Okay. Not from your mind. Okay. So ego is basically like the first reaction. Yeah. Um, read okay. the part Read the part that, from before. Okay. So since the ego is derived, is a derived sense of self, it needs to identify with external things. So it needs to be both defended and fed constantly. Okay. Um, the most common ego identifications have to do with possessions Mm. the work you do Mm. social status and recognition knowledge and education physical appearance special abilities relationships personal and family history okay wait you're going too fast see the first half the most common ego identifications have to do with possessions possessions the work your home your car what you own yes your clothes your phone your shoes whatever um so possessions the work that you do your career, the yes. job you do. Which determines your social status. Yep. Which feeds your ego. Um, so and recognition. Because so recognition like is a huge part of ego. Exactly. You like to be recognized for your hard work or for the work that whatever mm-hmm. it is what you're you've doing. What you whatever. Knowledge and education. You like to be recognized that you have this social status, that yeah. you have this, this knowledge, car, this that you possession, have this education, this, this, and this. That you went to this university. And that's how it feeds your ego. Yep. Physical appearance, which... I believe everyone has a little bit of narcissism in them. Your butt. Yeah. I'm... My boobs. I love my butt so much. Um, My face. (laughs) Special abilities, relationships, personal and family history. Um, So with that, it gets weird for me. So personal and family history, I think 
So these are the most common things that your ego identifies with. Okay. So if, for example, your personal family history is, is threatened, or you feel how, threatened, how? You're how gonna defend can it be because the ego defends and feeds. So someone who's who's saying, "Oh, your family is this and this," and or this. maybe your family had a different social status than someone else's family. You find some people will find that threatening. But I thought ego, basically ego identifications. Oh no, sorry, was it the most? Okay, so so it when needs it comes to, be both to personal, defended and fed. When it comes, to, how do you feed it? Through personal and family history. I'm not entirely sure, but I'm sure he dives into that, which I won't go into fully. Okay. But so belief systems, and often also political, political, political. No, sorry, I was trying to read the word after it before I read that word. Political, nice. nas- nationalistic. See. Let me see. Racial, religious, and other collective identifications. None of these are you. So these are things you identify with. But that's what humans do. Right, humans. But have this is to trying to tell you and identify people. That's, or else it's like a clusterfuck for our brains. No, that's what society has <laughs> conditioned us yes. to believe. Yes, Freud. Thank you. I took psychology. I took it too, bitch. I know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what society has conditioned us to believe, yeah, yeah. right? Well, I mean, and so, time is a social construct. Like, everything right. is a social construct. Our biggest identifications are those things, are with our egos. Those are the things that we so identify with the most. Pause. Pause. Let's break it down to to normal human talk. So basically, <laughs> the ego is a social construct that we have to maintain so that we can go by life feeling like we are successful, happy, Worthy, blah, blah. happy. Yeah. So literally, and anytime that is- if there was no social construct of gender, family roles, or whatever it is in life, what career people should have, what women should do, what men should do. Yeah. You, you basically wouldn't have an ego. I think we still would, but it wouldn't but how? be as if because you still identify care. with something that could be something your parents taught you. Yeah, but it like, can let's be like say belief in, systems that your parent taught you. Maybe it's not society. Maybe it's like your parents taught you to believe in this, and that is what where you did identify your with. Get it from. Like I am Catholic, right? Where did I your am Christian. I am Muslim. I am whatever. But that's what I'm saying. They've identified with something. Yeah. So what I'm saying is everything comes from essentially society. 100%. So religion okay, yes, is from right about the that. people. Faith is from, I, it can come from within. But it's a construct. The yes. idea of faith came from society. I believe in this God, that God, this spirit, and that spirit. Yep. So essentially, if we broke down the world and we took out all people's preconceived thoughts about how everything should be, or how this, this, and that, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't have an ego. We wouldn't have an id. We wouldn't have a fucking super ego. Because we literally nah. would just be existing. Then you're living with the soul. Huh. Which is what I wanted to get into. So I... Ego versus soul. Look at that segue for you, boo-boo. I got you. <laughs> ego versus soul. You did that <laughs> unintentionally. But <laughs> so ego versus exactly, soul. Exactly, that's so what I mean. So important. And a lot of... Um, like if you follow Janae... Janae? She posts a lot of this stuff too. Janae Aiko, by the way. Janae, I love her stuff. Um, I follow her, but I don't like follow, follow. Anyway, so she posts a lot of this stuff too. But like, so ego versus soul, um, some examples. Ego seeks to self, to serve itself. Yeah. Okay. Soul seeks to serve others. Ego seeks outward recognition. Mm-hmm. Soul seeks inner authenticity. 
soul seeks in authenticity inner authenticity <laughs> inner authenticity ego sees life as a competition soul sees life as a gift ego seeks to preserve self like i said self preservation soul seeks to preserve others ego looks outwards soul looks inward ego feels lack soul feels abundance which is why that's why we need to feed our ego or we feel like we're not worthy we're lacking right we're, we're lacking we're disappointing others ego is mortal soul is eternal um ego is drawn to lust mm-hmm. which could be lust for possession lust for money love, sex lust cars for all of this thing yeah uh whereas soul thing. is drawn to love ego seeks wisdom soul is wisdom so the ego can never be the soul and that's i think that's one of the hardest parts for the ego to actually accept um, the ego is you, motherfuckers. It's us. <laughs> ego enjoys the prize, whereas soul enjoys the journey. Yeah. Okay, okay. let's Hold say... Hold on, no, there's like three more left. Okay. Ego is cause to pain. Wait. Soul is cause of healing. Cause to pain. Yeah, because we identify with... It causes with, your pain. Yes. Okay. We identify with it so much it causes our pain. Ego rejects God. Soul embraces God. Um... Ego seeks to be filled. Soul is eternal wholeness. And ego is me. Soul is we. So it's very different. And I think for people to transition from ego to soul mentality, it's very hard because you have to You're literally uprooting everything you've learned. Exactly. And relearning everything you've identified and learned. Yeah. How to be a better human. Yeah. And it's really freeing from what i read <laughs> of course i feel like monks coach fucking achieve it it's very freeing um but that's and that's exactly my point is we identify with ego so much that it runs and ruins things like it ruins so many things it ruins how everything. many times have you just been petty huh. because your ego was butthurt okay like, it wasn't because my ego was butthurt but it, it was obviously there was a reason but it wasn't serious enough for me to be like that i guess you know? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I'm going to say shit under my breath because I know it pisses you off because you did this to me. And it's it makes me... ego fighting back. It's yep. ego being aggressive. Yep. Aggressive, impulsive, like all these different things. And I found that um, actually a book that helped me a lot to help to overcome a little bit of the ego battle that we're facing. Um, not only The Power of Now, that one's really good, but that's what I've, I'm reading currently. But one book that changed my life, which is a huge recommendation, The Mastery of Love yes, um, by Don Miguel Ruiz and The Four Agreements. Those two go hand in hand um, by the same author. But The Mastery of Love is not just a book about mastering love in a relationship it's literally about mastering love within yourself and beliefs and assumptions and he talks about the social constructs that are around us and the things that we've we've identified with through a family through pain through whatever right so experiences our experiences and he he draws a very vivid story for you in how to overcome that and how to actually be a better person and eliminate fear and eliminate all these different things mm-hmm. um, that stop you from being a full light and love to yourself and to other people, right? Because we've talked about this before too. If, like, you need to love yourself before anything. Yeah. Right. Um, but anyways, The Mastery of Love, very good book. 
And yes. right after that, when I read Which the I'm four agreements, yeah, I just gave it to her, guys. <laughs> the four agreements, I'll I think you'll also love. Um, I have the four agreements this tattooed is be my on me. First self like guidance, self help, yeah. wisdom. Yeah, book. I hate that they call it self help, but it's fine. It is essentially. I guess it should be like self awareness or like bitch <laughs> self help. It's being aware like of yourself. We're desperate yourself. for help. I know. I just don't like the word it, okay. they use. But anyway, I have the four agreements tatted on me because. That book also changed my life. These two books changed my life and how I view relationships and a lot of things. It doesn't mean I'm over the triggers that I have. I still have a lot of triggers. I think it means now that you you are aware of them. Yeah. I'm so aware of my triggers that I know now when I'm being triggered. I know now why I'm having an anxiety attack. I know now when my intuition speaks to me. Listen. What, to listen, obviously. But to, to try and look at what triggered that intuitive feeling in my stomach. Bless you. Sorry. Coronavirus. I covered my mouth. Thank you very much. <laughs> but into like what what triggers that feeling in me? Um, I have a okay. Can go ahead. Yes. Triggers. Go ahead. Yeah. Back to that. How do you think the ego mm. affects your relationship? So. Okay, no, we know how it affects your relationship. The ego is everything bad, basically. <laughs> but, so say the triggers that you have, are those your ego being like, no, the last time this happened, I fucking hated it, and I'm not letting that happen to me again? Or is the is your triggers like, is it something you can get over, or is it something that you I live with forever? 100% people can choose to live with it forever. Can choose to. So yes. you're saying you can. yes eventually heal and get over those triggers yes and i just read that today too in my in my book the power of now um the ego is definitely what identifies those triggers because of experiences you've had that negatively affected your ego and remember emotions are a reaction of thoughts right that's what it was emotions are a reaction i wrote it down right here um, da, da, da. an emotion is the body's reaction to the mind. Yeah. yeah. So like, okay. so it goes with what you think and how you identify yourself. So yes, one hundred percent, ego has to do with your triggers, but not in the sense where it's like, where it's like chauvinistic. Like you know what I mean? Like oh, this like you're not like snobby about it. How can you be snobby about triggers? I'm saying because most times ego is very snobby. Oh okay. And I'm saying like that's pain. The ego fears love will result in hurting. Yes. So we read this little quick article before um, the episode. It's called The Battle of Ego Versus Love. So what I really liked about what this author or whoever wrote is, can you read the ego, the ego battleship thing? It's like that little quote she has in green. Um, okay, never okay, mind. Okay, no, it's right here. The ego... The ego the ego's choices end up becoming the very obstacles to love and our relationships turn Slower. into ego battleships. Slower. The ego's choices end up becoming the very, very obstacles, obstacles to love and our relationships turn into ego battleships. Now, I do think triggers are separate from this a little bit. But I do think they also have a lot with defending yourself so it never happens again. I think triggers are ego battleships. Because 
you're battling this feeling mm-hmm. that your mind and then your ego is like, I don't like this feeling. It makes me feel threatened, obviously. It makes me scared. Yeah. It makes me hurt. It mm-hmm. makes me this, this, and this. And I think every time someone has a little trigger and something bothers them and they don't know how to control their reaction, that's when they're having a battle, essentially, inside. Internal, yeah, internal battle. And I like that she called it an ego battleship because it is. And I think when two people are having ego battleships, it's not a relationship anymore. It's It's a battleship. Actually, and she does touch on that very quickly. Inside every human being, two opposing forces battle against one another. See? Love and ego. Each has its own agenda, suggestions, and ideas, and they are almost always opposite. It's up to us to choose which we will allow to govern our lives. Yeah. Right? So like I said, it's a choice. It's a choice to keep yourself there. Yep. Or to grow from it mm -hmm. or get over it Mm -hmm. and move on, which essentially tears down the ego, and that is what the ego is afraid of. I was just going to say that. So right here. growth terrifies the fuck. Out, out of, of your ego. ego. Yep. And that's why a lot of people who are so stuck in their ego, is so stuck in their ways, are going to have a hard motherfucking time releasing and growing and mm-hmm. healing. Yeah. Because the ego is also, a, it's, yeah, I've been hurt. Now I got to heal, but I'm not letting myself heal because I'm scared. So you keep thinking about the hurt. You keep yourself in that feeling and yeah. you keep remembering and you hold ego on to that. literally fear. Yes. You hold on to that feeling so as to never have anyone come close to you like that again. Fear of loving too deeply. I was just about to yeah, read that I line. Just, I so, wrote it down. Ego not only fears that loving will result in hurt, it also fears that if we love too deeply, too happily, we will abandon the ego concept altogether. So that's of separation Defending. and self-protection. Self-protection, yes. Ego yeah. fears its undoing in love. Yep. Because love heals all. Love is growth also when you've opened up yourself to love. Corny, but true. It's true. And then here she continues. I'm just going to read a little bit. Ego love is a reflection. I said she. I'm not sure if this is a man or woman, by the way. Okay. Ego love. (laughs) The author. Ego love is a reflection of the needs, wants, and desires of the lover, not the loved. So ego is selfish, like I said before. It rests upon the mistaken. Say that again. The lover part. Ego love is a reflection of the needs, wants, and desires of the lover, not the loved. So, of you, not, not the person who you're you loving. love. Yes. Okay. It rests upon the mistaken premise that our fulfillment can be found in one another. So, this is where we talked about... Someone being your whole world. And places. Yeah. Someone being your whole world. Um, so interesting. So, it's very, very interesting. This article is really good. Um, Let, tell them what it's called. It is called The Battle of Ego versus Love. The by honestly, there's a bunch of names here, but it says uh, "P.S. I love you." That is the name of the blog. P.S. I love you. Dot X Y Z. Okay. And it's Check the battle it out, of guys. ego versus love. But she or he, whoever, goes into this a lot, and it talks about soulmate love also, very basically and simply takes ego out of play, and that's why ego is so scared. Because mm-hmm. when you meet your soulmate, your, your ego soulmate? soulmate. Yes, your ego. Do you believe in soulmates? I do. Your ego can't play here. If we followed our hearts, love would govern our every move, not our ego. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, I get that. Yeah. She or he, whoever this is, did a very good job. Sydney. I don't know if that's Just a say guy the fucking or girl. author, okay? That's Sydney. That okay, was it. We're I think. over it. Okay. <laughs> this girl. Anyway. He or she, he or she. Whatever. <laughs> I'm just Sydney Pierucci. Damn. Sydney Pierucci. Okay, anyway. What I really liked about that was the fear of loving too deeply, happily. Mm-hmm. It will ban- abandon the idea of, of like, the ego. So, like, of self-preservation. Yeah. I think that's what a lot of people need to kind of understand. And it's hard. It's very hard. And it's a journey. And it's always going to be a journey. You're never going to not be on this journey of growth. Because you're constantly growing and changing. Mm-hmm. Even if you th- you've you reached enlightenment, there's still so much. There's still more growth. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I agree. There is so much growth. Even I mean, and they say enlightenment is the most, like... The highest form. That you can... But I'm sure... I'm sure there there's growth in that too. Like obviously there's growth after that. Like we're always evolving. We yeah, never everything we changes. never stop, right? Yeah. Like everything is constantly changing. Partners um, change. That's why you might have to change the way you Right. And maybe you're love. with a certain partner that's supposed to teach you something. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's not someone you're supposed to be with forever. That's just someone you're supposed to learn from. People are some and, people are lessons. Right. And it's and I've always said this, like never regrets, always lessons. It's it's hard sometimes to accept the lesson. Especially if they're negative ones. Right. And especially if your ego was hurt and if now you have those, I want to call them soldiers in front of you for the next person that's approaching you. And they're going to... To claim your raise heart. Raise your hands. Right. But what, it's what like, are your true intentions? <laughs> yeah. So it's, <laughs> it's really hard to just accept that, take it as a lesson, and learn what you want and don't want. And to not let ego... Control jump up to you. defend or control how you how you feel how you're going to govern exactly your next relationship it's so important to go into whatever relationship you're going into with an open heart and an open mind no matter if you've been hurt before yes we're afraid of getting hurt mm-hmm. i think everyone is everyone a, is if you've been hurt in a relationship you're you terrified of getting hurt fear. because you don't want to feel that ever again nobody but, wants to feel pain but there's vulnerability you know, that in was finding, one of my yeah. susten- sustenances for long-term yes, relationships. That's being vulnerable there's vulnerability, with each other, that, each other. There's vulnerability in new love that you uh, you must allow to happen or else you can't have those Break down, concrete like the building blocks yeah. that are just steps in the right direction for maybe a positive relationship. Like, you can't put barriers up. I mean, people do, but it's it's best if you don't. You can't not take them down. Let's say right because and, and expect to have a good relationship because be you're happy. not right. You're not letting someone in fully, or maybe you're not giving someone yourself fully. Yeah. Um. So it's so important that yeah. we realize ego. Everything's important. What's your favorite phrase? It's so important. It's, it is so important that we realize ego <laughs> is ego when it pops up. Yeah, I mean, and it's a growth. It's something that you have to really self-reflect to understand in what situation or scenario you acted out of your ego yeah. rather than out of love or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And 90% Oof. of the time we're reacting with ego. 95, I would say. <laughs> Maybe 98. I was trying to give people a benefit of the doubt, but yeah, you know, no. whatever. <laughs> 
let's just have a lot of sex, people, and... <laughs> good sex, open communication, vulnerability, good love. Growth, security, Something trust, I like to call honesty. soul talking instead of... Pillow talk. Or pillow talk, sure. Soul, soul talking is almost pillow talk. Because eh. I think... It's so right deep. It's so much deeper. High, right after soul the Soul talking high is the best sex. after the high of sex, I agree. But because you're talking, both so vulnerable, ha- yes. like naked, limp dick, wet pussy, like okay, you need to relax. You just <laughs> no, ruined but you're the just whole romantic laying part of that. there. You just ruined you're it. Physically vulnerable. You're physically and raw. emotionally yes. That's what I was trying bared. to say. That's you don't have to say vagina wet. Like listen, you know you just I'm a very the moment. open, honest person. <laughs> no, you can say that again. You can say that without using those words. We talked about this. What? When we were talking about communicating, I didn't say anything bad. I'm I'm not saying you said. I was just giving a very vivid description. You can use different words, and you killed the romanticness of all of that. (laughs) On that note, guys, it's been a good good episode. It's been a good episode, guys. I was just being descriptive, okay? Just so you get the idea. Anyway, back to the goodbyes. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening. As always, bro, this episode was dedicated to everybody who wants to grow. And if Always you don't vibrate higher, this is for you to realize growth is important. Growth is important, guys. It's so important. We need to According evolve. to JoJo, it is so important. Okay, bye, guys. I'm Bye. Chanel. I'm JoJo. This See was you next real week. Talk this podcast. First time in a long time. Hurt in deeply inside. First time in a long time Hurting deeply Trust Trust who? Watch my back even when I'm in a pool I'll trust who? Doing my thing but I'm down to come clean I like you I wanna make you feel the weight off your shoulders too I'll take it Just tell me it can't be that crazy And even if it is that crazy, baby I'll take it I'll mold you, I know you're not an angel Not you Oh Save it, don't waste your time Cause I'm wavy, and I'm saying things that I don't mean But I do mean, and I don't want you to miss me Cause there's no way that you're sorry And you're crying, and you're saying things that I do believe But I don't even want you to get in my mind I'm supposed to be in your mind For the first time in a long time First time in a long time Hurting deeply inside First time in a long time Hurting deeply Yeah Hey Hurting deeply inside Trust, trust, 
Trust, trust who? Trust me and I can set you free Left your man, came straight to me You the real MVP, my love Ride dirty like Pimp C You a real 10 speed freak, You was everything a nigga need You was everything to me, my love Why you keep that little shit for me? Left me down on bending knees When I scoop you in the Maybach The only time a nigga ever made you take a backseat Why you do that little shit to me, shawty? When you know that we was meant to be Why'd you keep those things from me, my love? I've given you enough time Hurting, beat me inside Trust Trust Hurting deeply, deeply Thought I knew the red and it flipped How many times did I ask about this on God? Why you let me find her like this on God? Houston, we got a problem, my dog All my niggas love you, got us all involved Ain't no going back to how we started off